Hello and welcome to the Joe Moffitt Show. I am your host, Joe Moffitt, coming to you live. Yes, he said live. What'd he say, baby? I said all the way live from the Jam Studios over here in the beautiful city of Eden, Oklahoma. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have reached the, um, I guess, the... <laughs> The point that none of us truly thought we as a country and and we as a people would ever reach, and that is the the, the fuckery is is lit. It, it is lit. That goddamn fuse is lit, and it's gonna motherfucking explode tomorrow. Um, I'm, of course, talking about this being the eve of the inauguration of Donald Trump. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. I, I, I do apologize. I, I don't know what came over me. Um, I, I, again, I'm going to try this again. This is the eve um, of the inauguration um, for President-elect Donald Trump. Oh, God. Oh God, I can't even fucking say it, y'all. I I've been trying to wrap my goddamn mind about this shit and, and I'm a realist, y'all. You motherfuckers know me. I'm not built on bullshit, you know. I'm built on real. I'm I'm built on facts and I'm motivated by real shit. And contrary to popular belief, this is real shit. And I I really hope that everyone does their best um in these trying times in this situation um, to continue and, and to realize that we are all Americans. We all work and breathe and grind together. Um, and it is up to us to continue and to build a, a great country uh, for our future generations. So then they'll have something to work towards to keep our future generations alive. I think some of us, tend to take so much build up um or should I say take so much they they some some people divest so uh, invest so much attention towards the the issues and the concerns and the problems that can come forth from having uh, a president of the United States who is pretty much the equivalent of a shit stain. You know, this let's let's put the cards out on the table. This man is everything you do not want to be. Back in the 80s and the 90s when the the women's revolution stopped being talked about, the reason why it stopped being talked about because it began being about the these these women started to become more than they could have ever imagined or than their predecessors they were able to find good jobs they were able to take care of their families held virtually on their own if they needed to you know and now we have this this creature this this cretin coming in office, and we all know how he truly feels about women, you know, he, he, he looks at women as tools. He looks at women as they, they should be, be kept in a place, and, and any interaction outside of that place is irrelevant. Anything they do outside of the home um, does not carry any value. And in, in most cases, some of the assholes that you motherfuckers have decided to squat with a lot of times what you do in the home, you get no motherfucking respect for. So I'm not going to sit here and put myself in a situation to say that it's going to be easy to work within, to, to, to work alongside those who support this cretin, you know, women included. I mean, I, you know, I couldn't believe the outpouring of female support that came in the play with Hillary Clinton. Because you would have thought it would have been a hell of a lot more 
than what it was. The outcouring and the outcry for Hillary Clinton, it was loud, but there was still a certain voice, I guess, that was missing out of the whole equation to where now it became irrelevant. Women didn't stand together. This has been mentioned more than once. Women did not stand together in this election. Men don't stand together usually for shit that don't include boobs. You know? I mean, goddamn, this man literally was caught on video, recorded, on an audio recording, stating, and I quote, that it is okay to grab a woman by the pussy. This alone has become one of the biggest jokes that have stem, that has stemmed over from the um, from the campaign trail over in the real life, over into now in the fucking business. Because businesses like Spencer's have the nerve and audacity to have a goddamn T-shirt that says "Grab America by the Pussy." That ain't funny, bruh. I don't find that shit cute. I don't find it cuddly. I don't find it as something that needs to be giggled about. It's not funny. Period. One, is disrespectful. Two, y'all might get mad at me for saying this, but, you know, real niggas ain't got to grab shit. The pussy will sit in your motherfucking hand and say, hi, I will be serving you this evening. You feel me? You ain't got to go and, and grab a woman by the pussy. And that ugly motherfucker, I cannot see him walking up to somebody grabbing them by the pussy unless he didn't already tipped them something at the goddamn dough. Now, I, you know, I could see him tricking on some women and grabbing them by the pussy. That would make sense. I can see that. You know, look at the prostitute he married to. Don't nobody get mad at me. Y'all all know that girl a hoe. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, ho, 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 ho. Melania Trump is a hoe. I was about to say Ivanka because that sick bastard wanted to fuck his daughter. Y'all really voted this nigga in the office. I'm not going to sit here and embellish the fact that bullshit has unfortunately prevailed in a mass fucking amount. It's huge. This shit ain't small. This is a big fucking amount of bullshit that is about to be expelled onto all of us. This man's cabinet is filled with millionaires and billionaires. Where the fuck do you see these people caring about us as regular American people? This motherfucker has lined up the most amateuristic line of motherfuckers to be employed in it. His goddamn cabinet that I have ever seen in my life. I thought after Ben motherfucking Carson came out and said, and I quote, during the fucking campaign trail, he said, my ass is not qualified to be in public office. Why in the fuck are you taking a job running HUD? What does a motherfucking brain surgeon know about the needs of poor people? And Trump heard motherfuckers asking that question. So what is he going to do? He goes and gets the most complete, unprepared, unstudied, unfathomable fucking choice to help this motherfucker in Steve Harvey. Hear me with your heart, not your ears, ladies and gentlemen. I have been a huge fan of Steve Harvey's comedy for many a years. I think Steve Harvey does tremendous things with his Dreamers Academy. I know that he has different other organizations, the Steve Harvey Foundation, that helps young children and, and helps young men 
grow up and build themselves and, and to build a foundation so they can be considered strong and well-educated young men in, in America, you know, and it's not just black men. He takes men of all races to teach these young boys who don't know, who ain't not here, ain't got a real man in the house to how to be a man. And so I applaud Mr. Harvey for all of the things that he's done in the past, not only with his career, but for, through his philanthropy. With that being said, I have to point out that this motherfucker has no goddamn right running shit about shit. Run your ass a talk show, keep your ass on the radio, get another motherfucking TV show. I will watch that shit enthusiastically. Bring said entertainer back with your ass. I don't give a shit, but keep your motherfucking ass out of politics. Nigga, you don't have no idea. This nigga ain't got no, I know, I gotta got a feeling what happened. Okay. And I, I, I hate that so many black people done gave Steve Harvey so much shit because y'all really, y'all didn't take the time to sit down, sit down and, and realize what happened. So old Joe, you know, Uncle Joe, I'm going to tell you what happened. Let me tell you what happened with Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey went in there with a head of steam. But Steve Harvey went in there by himself. He went in there unprepared. He didn't re he he had something to say, but he didn't know how to deliver the message. He knew he was going to step in and make his point, but he didn't really deal understand what kind of jackal I almost said jackass. Jackal. <laughs> and jackass. A jackalish jackass that Donald Trump, that motherfucker is a jackalish jackass because his ass will try to bite the shit out of you and then fuck you over at the same time with a two-inch penis and little fingers. Okay? So, Steve probably went in there with the intent Say, man, you know you done said some fucked up shit about people. You know you ain't had no business doing the shit that you done done, bruh. You ain't got no business saying the shit about the things you done said about people sitting here imitating fucking reporters and because of they, they, they handicaps and shit like that. Motherfucking going after families that's been lost members of, from soldiers that then died for this fucking country. This is what was going on in Steve Harvey's mind. I've been I'd have watched this man's comedy specials for years. I've I've watched his TV shows. I I I, I kind of it's not that I know. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck was on his mind to be honest with you. But I have a, just a small notion, five percent, to think somewhere in Steve's mind he wanted to go in there and lay in that ass. If this is the same, you know, this might not be. You know, Steve Harvey might not be the nigga we see on the comedy specials. Other than what he talk about from his past, we don't know what's real and what's fake. But from the persona of the person that he sold us, you know, I've seen him live. I've seen Steve and Monique live. Monique done done some shit that I, I couldn't believe that the person that I saw on stage. But once again, what you see on stage, what you see on TV ain't real life, you know. But I'm st I'll bet, I'll put $5 on 5% or somewhere in Steve Harvey's mind. He was thinking this shit in the back of his head. Nigga, you, this man ain't shit. You need to figure your shit out. If you're going to sit there talking about helping black people, nigga, you have to get up and help. Because contrary to popular belief, this is what, what this, this is the biggest thing everybody's mad about. Ain't nothing being done for black America. The problem is, if we're going to worry about black America, we also got to worry about white America. You want to know why? Because Black people need white people like white people need black people because black people and white people have to go to work, live, breathe, eat, sleep, work together. I don't understand where all of these niggas getting so goddamn mad acting like we didn't moved. Nigga, we still here. If there's not a motherfucker down at the port with a boat ready to take our asses back to Africa, motherfucker, we are stuck. You hear me? We here. This is our country. This is their country. This is us. It hurts my heart to see how there's so much, so many influences that are going on and, and, and causing separation. Yes, Steve Harvey had no motherfucking business being there. I 
can relate. I can understand. I maybe won't agree. Well, except for maybe one of those names. But the fact of the matter, you know, I, and, and what I'm mentioning, sorry I'm referencing some of y'all know what I'm talking about. Yesterday, I watched a lot of fucking CNN yesterday. Um, but the night before, Mark Lamont Hill made a comment about Steve Harvey going like he said. he And he said just what I said earlier. He has huge respect for Steve Harvey. He, he, he thinks he's done a lot of good things. This man does charity work. It, it's great, 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 great. But keep your ass out of there you ain't got no business going in there he said steve harvey said that barack obama asked him to do it i'd have had to disappoint barack's ass no no hell no well steve i really need you to get to no i'm not fucking going you can kiss my ass come on steve you're my friend i don't give a fuck if i am your friend shit I'm not going in there because I know the goddamn backlash that's going to come from it. I'm not worried about it. I'm rich enough to, to keep pushing and not give a shit, but I'm not going. You can kiss my ass, Mr. Former President. Shit. Calling in favors on the last motherfucking day. Nigga, you getting ready to go home. Sending niggas to go see another motherfucking night. This nigga got to put up with the bullshit. Really, nigga? Shit, as much fucking flack as Steve Harvey catching right now, I, nigga, I'd be standing outside the White House. Uh, 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 say, uh, say, Barry. Say, say, man. Yeah, say, uh, say, nigga, you ain't come to the door, dog. Hey, uh, say, bro, you, you nigga, we had to help me get this shit straightened out. Nigga, I got too many motherfuckers. Hello? Hey, Michelle, say, bitch, come to the door, man. Shit, I'm, goddamn, man. You got to bring your ass to the door. You asked me to do this shit. Get your motherfucking ass. I didn't tell them niggas this is your fault. Hell, my dumb ass is a goddamn follower. You shouldn't have been a follower that day, Steve. You should have been a leader and said, fuck you. You got enough money. You can say no. Somebody asked my black ass to go see Donald Trump right now. I won't have a fucking choice. You want to know why? I make hourly wage. Which, by the way, me making an hourly wage pretty much ensures that I will never have to stand face to face with that motherfucker for shit as long as I make an hourly wage. Once me and these shows get all rich and things, you better believe, unlike Steve, because see, once again, Steve Harvey didn't understand, like I said before, me, I know how to handle a jackalish jackass. I was brought up by a jackalish jackass. I am a jackalish jackass. Let me tell you what a jackalish jackass do. A jackalish jack... Actually, I'm not really that bad. I'm really a nice guy, to be totally honest with you. But in business, I can be a bit of a beast. Okay? But let me tell you what a jackalish jackass does. What a jackalish jackass does is Steve came in there. He was full of steam. He's sitting here ready. I'm doing this for my brothers and sisters. We got to do better. We got to do better for these neighborhoods. We got to do better for these kids. We got to do better for our families. And as soon as Steve started running that damn list of shit off, tell you what that jackal did. This is what the jackal does. The jackal sits here and says, oh, yeah, Steve, I hear all your concerns and all your problems and everything. But let me throw one at you. How would you like to really, to really work on helping those people that you are here to represent today? Steve's sitting there like, I don't, I don't follow what you mean. You want me to do like some what community outreach some free concerts what which one to do he said no i want you to help this one he had ben carson standing over in the corner looking like a little bitch because you know ben carson was in that fucking meeting okay ben carson was in that probably in that fucking meeting nine times out of ten unless they have goddamn eyes on what that nigga was during the meeting i'm willing to bet ben carson was at that fucking meeting because this nigga knew steve harvey was coming he knew he had the bullshit to throw in his direction and he needed his extra he needed his house nigga there to make sure that this shit was legit you understand what i'm saying that's what the house nigga was there for just to stand there and nod his head yes yes well uh, well, Mr. Harvey, I'd love to work with you. I, I, I think you're a great person and you're a great comedian. But the problem is, nigga, he was a comedian. So I'm going to tell you what happened. Steve heard that bullshit. Steve didn't get happy. Steve didn't get mad. Steve just got confused. 
that's where the jackass come in. Because in the midst of him offering him this job, he started dispelling a whole bunch of bullshit that he didn't lay out on the campaign trail. This is the shit that y'all ain't heard yet. This is the shit about how that motherfucking wall ain't gonna get built unless we fucking pay for it. This is the bullshit about how not only is this motherfucker not going to be deporting no motherfucking children, will not be deporting their mothers and fathers and breaking up families, this motherfucker is gonna be figuring out ways to put every one of them motherfuckers at work for what minimum wage to do what build some shit for another motherfucker why you think this nigga got all these motherfucking billionaires sitting in the goddamn oval office with him nigga i wait <sighs> sorry mike kind of caught on fire on that one yeah, baby. I took boy take two is a motherfucker. I recorded this goddamn episode yesterday after I watched uh President Barack Obama's final speech because I had been on the internet and this was after the Steve Harvey effect. I didn't really know what was going on with Steve Harvey. And I guess Tuesday and it fell over in the Wednesday. Everybody was calling him coon this, coon that. All of this shit, you know, Corey Holcomb threw in some bullshit, you know, the cosign of something another nigga say as he usually do. You know, cosigning ass niggas to cosigning. You had T.I. do the video saying hi, you know, because they, cause Trump is doing the song and dance with as many niggas that he can get his hands on to try to make him look cool. It ain't going to matter how cool it's going to make him look. My niggas, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm telling y'all now, I implore you to wait. Just wait. Just wait. None of the shit that you was worried about is going to happen. I'm telling you now. You want to know why? Because this motherfucker has lined himself with the richest of the rich. His whole motherfucking cabinet got more than a hundred million in the bank right now. The motherfuckers he didn't put in his cabinet got enough money to save this goddamn country by simply clearing out their goddamn assets and their accounts. You think these motherfuckers is taking goddamn jobs that pay the average motherfucker under un, well under a million dollars, and you think that a year, and you think these niggas ain't about to put in some goddamn work for themselves? Bullshit. This is gonna be the most special interest goddamn presidential party, as well, I guess, presidential cabinet in the history of the world. This shit will, this will be the biggest contra-fucking diction in the history of the planet. Because I'm telling you now, everything this nigga didn't say it, he only said it to get the votes. Once a rich mother, what do rich people do? Hear me. Hear me. Motherfuckers that live in Houston, motherfuckers that live in Miami, motherfuckers that live in Atlanta, motherfuckers that live in Florida, motherfuckers that live in, in New York, L.A., Seattle, uh, Minnesota, Detroit, Michigan. You know what the fuck I'm talking about. You know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Because how many of y'all sitting here got big ass vacant buildings sitting in your motherfucking towns that ain't nobody in that motherfucker? Not vacant offices, nigga. Whole office buildings. Nothing. Shopping malls, nothing. Some of y'all got motherfucking old NFL stadium still standing. Nothing. That shit is gutted. Nothing. Houston got the Astrodome sitting there doing shit but being storage. Why? Because what do rich people do? What did I just fucking tell you? Bud Adams got through with that damn stadium. He left the shit there. He ain't had to look back inside of that motherfucker since. Ladies and gentlemen, rich people get what they need out of what they out of, they get what they need out of a certain group of people. They get it out of mother shit. You got a job? Go to work tomorrow and act like you can't do your job and see they won't fire your ass. You think they keeping you there because we friends? You thinking they keeping your dumb ass there because y'all family? Shit. Stop doing your job and see what happened. 
because you will no longer be worth anything to them. You go to your job working at McDonald's, your ass start making pizzas. There's a good job. Your ass ain't going to, there's a good chance your ass ain't going to keep that job. Just being, hello? Y'all, y'all hearing this shit? Hello? For real? Hell. Your ass supposed to be out here working in a whole house, you crocheting handkerchiefs and shit. What in the fuck are you doing, bitch? Really? Really? Shit. And you motherfucker, you know, <laughs> it blows my goddamn mind that everybody is so scared to think that this man is going to just, oh, he's about to, he's going to build a wall and, and he's going to deport all the Mexicans. Okay. So, you know that the white community right now is at an is having an epidemic of immense proportion when it comes to, and I quote, opioid abuse. Okay, you thought crack was bad, baby. Y'all ain't got no idea how bad this damn meth. It, it, it is, dude, it is so motherfucking bad. I see people on a daily fucking basis. And I'm not talking about, I, I'm not talking about just young people. I'm talking about mothers and daughters sitting in there itching, scratching and Smelling like hot piss and old turkey bones. Just disgusting. Ain't washed your ass. Baby, you'd put soap on your pussy. That shit'll run up your motherfucking belly button trying to stay away. Ow! Out of that, the bitch probably put soap on her pussy and it'll burn. Hell. <laughs> Better not use nothing with no goddamn sense in it. Your cooch is going to... Hell. Goddamn. I'm going to wash your ass with a goddamn Roto-Rooter. <laughs> Hell. The epidemic is, is alive and well. And I see all these white folks sitting there. Oh, he's going to deport all the Mexicans. To do what? Get a job to your dopeine ass? I would happen to think not. Because as I mentioned before to you, you got him there. He is done with you. Unless you will figure out a way as a race of people to find yourself financially stable to be in his motherfucking presence, Donald Trump has nothing else to do with you. Thank you. Have a nice day. There it is. Because that's what rich folks do. They have been doing it since the beginning of time. They go into an area, they bleed it of its resources, and then they move on to somewhere else where they can build and grow more resources. Or they put up a, a, a plant where they can keep pumping the resources for an extended period of time. And then once again, once the resources run out, what do they do? They go the fuck on somewhere else. It is so funny how they are sitting here talking about they're about to start drilling oil again. When they still pumping mother, they never stopped pumping motherfucking oil in the first place. You think I don't see these fucking, these, these little facilities that's set up where they showing how the oil is still being collected? They pumping oil again now just to keep, because the, they don't think Oklahoma won't split the fucking half. All they thinking about is, is accumulating so much motherfucking wealth upon wealth upon wealth so that they meth-induced motherfucking kids, once these crackhead bastards die, they meth-infested motherfucking children will take all the money and fuck it off. We doing some reality checks. I had a motherfucker, I had a white man blurt out today. Oh my God, I am so tired of these broke-ass white folks. Nigga, I fucking, oh my God, oh my, goddamn. That nigga said that shit, I almost fell my fucking ass over. I thought they was going to have to carry me to my car, and my laughter was going to get my ass fired. Because I, goddamn, that was the funniest shit in the history of shit right there. When that motherfucker, that nigga answered the phone, hello, 
they asked him a question. He said, well, no. No, I can't do that either. I'm not going to tell you that over the phone. No, I, I can't do that. No, I can't. Click, God damn these broke motherfuckers. I'm tired of these broke ass white phones. <laughs> this was so fun. This nigga broke down. Then I ain't going to lie. I done done the same thing for niggas. Surprise. Shit. I done told y'all stories about my, my, my stories with, with niggas, you know. I lived in the ghetto. I lived in the suburbs. Contrary to popular belief, my life in the suburbs was a little bit harder than it was living in the goddamn in the ghetto. Because in the ghetto, they had some sort of respect for you until you pissed them off. You know, when you're dealing, when it's not coming from the ghetto, you know, when you in the suburbs, these motherfuckers trying to make madness. They trying to push for bullshit. That's that's their motivation. That's how they that's how they live and breathe and breed because they think that they supposed to be hard. They supposed to be gangster. You move to the suburbs, you in the suburbs. You supposed to leave the ghetto. Where? In the ghetto. What are these that ain't the case. That ain't the case. And don't think these kids been starting now. I'm talking about like 95 through 98 right now. I shit you not. 1995 to 1998, I was jumped twice. Arrested once in the suburbs. 1998 to 1999, I lived in the ghetto. Never was arrested, never had no problem with the police, and never had nobody attack me just because it was Wednesday and they wanted me to be a part of their crew. Okay? Ladies and gentlemen, bullshit pops out at all places at all times by all means and all words. But I'm going to tell you right now, if you motherfuckers keep going down this road of separation, you keep going down this road of trying to figure out a way to, to, to he's not my president. If your ass is in the United States of America, he's your motherfucking president. Shut the fuck up. Quit crying like little bitches. This shit is over now. The campaign is done. We ain't going to get the bitch we want. We got to deal with the bastard that we got. I'm not that, that before you come at me with that coon shit, motherfucker, I tell your ass right goddamn now. It is going to be our motherfucking job and responsibility as American citizens, one, to unite, and two, to make sure that motherfucker and his crony ass friends out in fucking Washington ain't doing the best impression that they can of how they can figure out every fucking way possible to fuck this country up. This land is your land. This land is my land. I may not own a goddamn drop of it, but motherfucker, I'm here and it's mine. And your ass better start thinking the same way because eventually all of us gonna have to go and go stand outside of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue and stand there with all of us holding a sign in unison saying, motherfucker, you ain't shit. You ain't worth a pot of piss, motherfucker. Straight up and down. It's got to go down. But we can't do that if we sitting here worrying about why a goddamn big mouth fucking comedian going to get a goddamn government job knowing good and hell well his ass ain't qualified to work at the fucking DMV. The fuck you doing in the HUD office? Really, bitch? But once again, he got cooned. He got hoodwinked. He got bamboozled. What Malcolm say? We didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on us. Well, guess what? Donald Trump took a goddamn pit, had told Steve Harvey to stand down in the lobby and pissed on his head. You motherfuckers dogging him for it, and all Steve was doing was what his partner told him to do. He doing what his homeboy told him to do. Really, bitch? Come on, man. They asked him if he was going to, to the inauguration. He said, hell no. My wife, uh, now, this is what he said. He said, hell no. It's my birthday week. I'm going on vacation. Then he threw in some extra shit talking about his wife. Shut the fuck up. All you had to say was, hell no. I'm going on vacation. I don't want to be here for this bullshit. But once again, he's standing in this nigga's building. I I'm going to go back to that old statement that goddamn 
I, and I got to go back to it because if you go, like Cat Williams said, if you go in a club and you scream fuck everybody in the club and think your ass going to walk out, you out your fucking mind. If Steve Harvey was to go into the hornet's nest, the snake's motherfucking den, talking shit, how bad do you think a 60-year-old nigga supposed to be? You motherfuckers wasn't this mad at Kanye motherfucking West who is of age and who could have went in there and got in that ass. But what the fuck did he do? Smile with his retarded ass hair color and shit looking like a motherfucking just uh, excuse not to go to work today. That's what that nigga looked like. Why you can't come to work? I'm, I'm, I'm having a Kanye kind of day. Oh, goddamn, nigga. Shit. Wait, you bald-headed. What, how did you die? Uh, you died to hand your ass again, didn't you, nigga? You nasty motherfucker. Gonna take two days. It's gonna take you that long to get that shit out. <laughs> Hell. I'm sitting here fucking up, getting mad at a 60-year-old man didn't go into there and act a whole goddamn fool for you niggas. Meanwhile, in between y'all, all you motherfuckers worried about Chicago and you motherfuckers got Trump Tower right there. Not one of you niggas and went there and talking shit. So I, I'm the whole shit about. Uh, I guess somebody had a a, a, a um, picture that dude drew, and it was quite good. It was of Steve Harvey dressed up as uh, Jim Carrey, or dressed up as the mask, the the character that was played by Jim Carrey. And then uh, I keep bringing this nigga up because he kind of pissed me off when he did this shit. Talking about how he gonna he gonna print the picture off and mail it to him. Then shut the fuck up, nigga. You ain't gonna do shit. I hate dumbass niggas, man. And Corey Holcomb is a dumbass fucking nigga. I'm sorry. I've been listening to this motherfucker for the last... I, I turned that nigga's last comedy special off simply because it was stupid. And now they got this motherfucker as now like the voice of the ignorant version of Black Twitter or some shit. Shut the fuck up. Tell me he gonna... I'm gonna print the picture off and mail it to Steve's house. Nigga, if Steve Harvey called your motherfucking ass right now and told you to be his assistant at the motherfucking hood office, you'd be taking your skippy doodah looking ass right down there. I'm off to see Steve. I'm going to work for Trump. Because, 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 because... They like put thumbs in my butt. What the fuck? Talking all that hot shit, nigga. Fuck you. You can take that from Joe Moffat himself. I was worried about how I was going to handle today's show, and I think I'm going to handle it the way I do it. I'm kicking off in you motherfuckers' asses. T.I., I love everything you said, brother, but you keep falling off the main fucking point. We have got to unite or this shit will not work. Hear me again. I'm going to keep saying it again. We have got to unite or this shit will not work. What sh what's the shit? You want to know what the shit is? Let me tell you what the shit is. The next fucking four years under a goddamn tyrant that ain't going to do shit but do everything in his power but to tear this fucking country apart. Okay? They about to milk this motherfucker like, you know what? I could see it if aliens had come down to earth and was trying to milk all the resources that they can, blow this bitch up, and go away. But right now, we ain't dealing with aliens. We dealing with sorry-ass human beings that ain't worth the fuck of nothing that just so happen to be able to live their life off of the backs of other people who wasn't worth a fuck, but them people who wasn't worth a fuck been able to carry all of their money all of these years and all of these sorry motherfuckers sitting in a big-ass motherfucking row and these niggas is trying to figure out ways on how to fuck up everything. This is where we need to come out there and find them motherfuckers, point their asses out, and tell them, not today, bitch. But we can't do shit if we worried about what the fuck Steve doing. Fuck Steve. Steve got money. Steve can do whatever the fuck he want. My ass is broke. Why the fuck am I worried about what the fuck Steve Harvey doing? I'm sitting here watching broke-ass niggas talk shit on fucking Twitter instead of trying to figure out how the fuck we can come together to get this motherfucking money. You wanna know why them sorry motherfuckers sitting in them groups with all that cash? Because they sit around talking about how to get this money. That's what it's fucking about. It's time to get fucking greedy in this bitch. Y'all want to beat Trump? Be Trump. 
get this money. And don't be an asshole with it. Be, be graceful when you get it. Get this cash, but be like Michelle. Be like Michelle Obama. Have some class. Have some dignity. The problem that I have with Melania Trump, she's a classless hoe. If it wasn't for Donald Trump, that bitch would have been in a porno. I, and I'm, I'm willing to put money that is one out there. I got five on 50% that there's a chance that that shit is out there. I said it. And don't forget our friends over at Penthouse is still having that million dollar offer for whoever can get that goddamn pissing video from goddamn Trump having people piss in the bed that Obama slept in two weeks ago, two weeks prior to the video being recorded. These motherfuckers reported this shit and didn't have a goddamn source to really say to back up the goddamn allegation because you didn't have a tape. You can, if you ain't got a tape and you say some dirty shit happened, ain't nobody going to believe you. When I was in high school, I had these bitches roll up on me at school. This chick that I was trying to talk to, she got annoying, so I said, fuck off. And then this motherfucker rolls up on me with three of her BAP-ass friends sitting there trying to roll up on me talking about, uh, we heard that you took 12 bitches from uh, Texas A&M and they took you to the Hilton Hotel and you had to eat all of their pussies and then they left you outside. Wait a minute, bitch. Hold on. I only had like 15 seconds to figure out how I was going to handle this situation. Because the shit, what happened was the shit happened in the middle of the corridor. You know, everybody, you got that corridor. Most schools have that corridor after you get off the bus and everybody meet up with their homies and meet up with their clique. That's where everybody come and get together. Before we go into the lunchroom, we're going to go to the breakfast, eat, going to the cafeteria to eat breakfast. That's where I got caught. I got caught in that fucking corridor. So like five, six buses had just unloaded so everybody didn't heard this bitch call me out saying that i didn't ate 12 pussies in one night in one fucking sitting and it's still standing there without a neck brace i ain't got a tongue brace on my motherfucking head wasn't leaning to the left you eat 12 pussies in one motherfucking night nigga your ass ought to be exhausted you wouldn't be able to talk for a week your fucking tongue probably didn't swole your head shut. You eat 12 pussies in one motherfucker, you greedy motherfucker, you. Goddamn. But how did I handle it? I handled it the Joe Moffat way. How did I do it? I did it the Joe Moffat way. And the only way Joe Moffat know how. I got them bitches up off me, cuz. Straight up and down. I got them bitches up off me. She said, so what do you have to say about the 12 pussies that you ate that night? I said, well, honey, next time I'll make sure to get a video camera. So I want to make sure that if this shit really happened, if it ever happened again, baby, I'm going to go back and watch it. Did the jerk off motion. Moved on. Shut the whole corridor down. That's how we do. Don't come at me calling me no goddamn coon because of the things that I'm sitting here saying today. I will liquidate your ass. Don't do it. Damn it. Don't do it. Because I want unity. I want us to come together. There's no reason for us to be so angry about this situation. I get it. You're pissed. It's fucked up. But guess what? We need to work on making it better now. I love how broke niggas has been in the same shit for the last eight motherfucking years. Think shit gonna get worse. Baby, you broke. It ain't gonna get no worse. Unless you allow it. Unless you get sick. Unless you lose your job. Unless you lose your house. It can't get no worse for your broke ass. So why don't we start focusing on taking this time on getting better? You motherfuckers sat on y'all asses for eight fucking years thinking in your mind that Obama had made this huge strive for us. But I don't see it. Because us is still hurting, okay? Us is still being racially discriminated against. 
us got more racially discriminated against more under him than we have damn near any other president since fucking Nixon. But yet and still, but yet and still, y'all worried about what another nigga doing. Y'all concerned about how Steve Harvey is getting his photo op in with the future president of the United States. This cocksucker is the future president of the United fucking States. What the fuck do you want him to do? What the fuck was Steve supposed to do? You niggas talk a whole lot of shit, but this is the same motherfuckers that didn't say shit when them sorry-ass niggas was out there making that goddamn mannequin challenge video pointing guns at each other. Nigga, we got bigger fucking issues to deal with. Y'all worried about a nigga going to see Donald Trump. Fuck you. Fuck. Fuck you. In the ass with an anthrax-coated dick if the only thing your motherfucking ass can focus on is the bullshit. Because you niggas is focusing too much on the goddamn bullshit. I bring up white folks with dope fiends. Don't think crack can't get back on the streets at tenfold. Don't think it ain't still there. Ladies and gentlemen, we are being decimated in these streets. Young black men don't know, they know better how to load a gun than they do how to fill out a job application. We got young white men, know, they know how to go out and produce methamphetamines with a water bottle, some pills, and a couple other ingredients that they got on the fucking cooking aisle at the grocery store. And yet this motherfucker can't read. I, I'm not saying it to be funny. I'm dead fucking serious. That nigga can't read. And get him to write his name? Shit. Next. Yes. This, this, this is alarmingly true. I hope you motherfuckers are listening to me because this ain't no joke. It's time. This is your wake-up call. On the eve of the inauguration of the most sick and twisted cocksucker in the history of the United States of America. And yes, I am even talking about the sorry motherfuckers that came before Lincoln that allowed goddamn slavery. Them motherfuckers still ain't got shit on goddamn Donald Trump. This man is a goddamn disease. And we about to plug his ass purposely right into the motherfucking mainframe. The computer is pop, is going to pop on the screen and going to say, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't do that. You don't want to do that. Stop. Ah, don't do it. And your dumb ass ain't going to have a choice because he there. The campaigning is over. The being mad about it is over. The election results are done. He lost. But because of the powers that be, a.k.a. the motherfuckers he just bought in the office with his ass. Yeah, I said it. Y'all better wake the fuck up. It's time to wake the fuck up. Y'all worrying about the wrong goddamn things, man. This whole situation with black Twitter going off on every nigga that's denying everybody mad at Chrisette Michelle. Once again, if your ass is broken, you worried about a bitch, nigga. Your ass ain't focusing on where you need to be. I know y'all saying this shit about me because I'm here doing the show, but on the same breath, same like y'all know about the show, baby. This, this is mine. Can't nobody take this from me. You feel me? Some of you motherfuckers ain't even got a $15 goddamn mic. Actually, it was 110 but that ain't the point. Some of you motherfuckers ain't got a clue and think you running shit. Ain't got a pot to piss in and a one to throw it out of, but you think you in charge. I read something the other day. I, I read something today. Dude put a tweet out. Uh, Clayton Bigsby, shout out. He say, 
if only going viral would, would pay the bills. Because there's so many of you out here trying to go viral and don't realize that that one hit ain't it. You're going to need more than one hit. You might get a little attention like that crazy bitch that was running around with that damn Chewbacca mask on. You might get a whole lot of attention if you suck a dick like Kim Kardashian because that bitch can't suck a dick and yet I can't stop but not see that sorry motherfucker on TV everywhere. I'm sick of that bitch. Go away. We don't like you. Your booty stink. <laughs> Shit. I, I, I'm not going to stop, folks. I'm going to keep... I, 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 I was... I was I'm gonna be honest with y'all for a minute. I was really conflicted. I have a whole nother episode that was at, I recorded up to the 45 minute mark and stopped because I was so conflicted on how I was going to approach this situation. You know, not really worrying about pissing anybody off because I really don't give a damn. But on the same breath and light, I do love my fans. And, and, I'm I'm never here to purposely offend anyone. If nothing else, I want to open your eyes. But the fact of the matter is, is that uh, offended or not, real shit. But y'all want to? Everybody always talking about being real niggas. But nigga, you just met the realest nigga. Wrote the truest thing. Spoke. I ain't got shit to lose. Okay, I ain't got shit to lose. Boo me off of SoundCloud. Who cares? So what? I'll go old school and get a goddamn soapbox and stand my ass outside of my motherfucking house talking all the shit I want. And guess what? And I'll still make it there, baby, just by drive alone. You can call me a coon if you want to. See what happened. Your ass will be trying to goddamn, your ass wouldn't be able to pronounce a goddamn word with, cane, with a K in it. You'll be calling cake case from now on. You come at me. That's a promise and a guarantee, motherfucking T, from Mr. J.O. to the goddamn E himself. I am not here defending anybody. I am here disgusted at all of you. You songing and dancing in front of that motherfucker, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. People had the nerve and audacity to say something about Martin Luther King III. However, when Martin Luther King III came out of that movie, out of that meeting, you know the first thing he said, it don't make no goddamn sense for people to be poor in a country this goddamn rich. You got motherfuckers out here making goddamn tennis shoes with that they storing them in, in wood boxes and all this extra special shit for dumbass niggas to go online and fucking pay for. But then you want me to sit here and worry about why your goddamn lights off. Fuck you. Today ain't today, folks. It's the goddamn eve of the ending and the beginning of the bullshit. You motherfuckers can either stand by the wayside and keep swishling that goddamn skin, oh, swizzling and gargling that bullshit around, or you can spit that shit out. Get your ass out here. Let's get this motherfucking money so that no matter what that nigga do, it ain't gonna bother you. Okay, bitch. Okay, you want to know why rich people still aligning themselves for the retarded motherfucker? Because the retarded motherfucker got a way of getting them more of what they want, which is money, which is power, which is greed. Meanwhile, in between we all, you broke motherfuckers want to stand around talking shit, running your goddamn mouths, hating because you can't be where another nigga at. Fuck you. Get off your ass and let's get this cash. I ain't heard nobody come up with a goddamn resolution or idea or, or, or something that we're going to be able to do to get through this situation. All I heard motherfuckers say is, it's going to be horrible. It's going to be terrible. Ah! What am I going to do? Oh, God, no! Man, <laughs> Nigga, look. When I was 12 years old, the lights got turned out at my mama house. She didn't know what she was going to do because just the day before, she took all the money that she had and bought groceries for the family and everything. She went down to the light company and put some money on the bill, but it wasn't enough. She knew it was going to be about one to two days before she got her next paycheck, before she was able to do something. We sat in the house two days with no lights. The number one concern is to make sure that she could keep continuing to feed us. So she called a friend. Her friend had enough refrigerator space and deep freezer space to take care of our groceries and take care of her groceries. So we wouldn't have to worry about nothing. 
Okay. Two days later, lights got turned back on. Refrigerators got cold. AC started working. Everything started going back to normal. We put the food back in the fridge like it never even happened. Ladies and gentlemen, we got to work together. That's the only way we're going to do this. We got to work together. We can't keep fighting over bullshit because it ain't helping nothing. I know why I couldn't get the words out of my mouth to come and express the way I wanted them to was simply because it, I was angry. I was mad. I don't hate Corey Holcomb. I'm disappointed in him by simply using, continuing to push hatred and bullshit instead of trying to help us all realize and come together, help us look and understand that if we work together, nothing can hurt us. Nothing can bother us. The dumbass ain't going to be able to do shit. I hear about people want easier vote, easier rights to be able to, to vote. Get off your ass and just get it done. If you can't figure out how to get it done, goddammit, get another motherfucker done. If there's anybody in the United States of America that's having a problem with voting in an election, please call me. I will get that shit handled for you. No problems asked. I promise you, it'll get handled. And I don't give a fuck how many offices or how many niggas or how many bitches or how many real motherfucking crazy motherfuckers we got to deal with. They ain't seen shit till they seen me. No, I'm not promoting myself as the baddest motherfucker, but I will say I'm promoting myself as having one of the best comedy podcasts, period. Thank you for that, The Afro Daily. Much love. And much love to all of my friends out here in Pars and Color. All my friends out here in Pardon Family, we a tight-knit group, all of us. But we are open to everyone. All of us. Some we don't chit-chat. We don't talk. We don't, you know, we don't shoot the shit. I don't know where none of these niggas live. All we do is promote each other. If I say something great, they tell somebody else or somebody else can hear some good news. If they say something great, goddammit, I'm pushing it out nonstop to have everybody in that I know can know, can know, can know, can go hear that good shit too. We got to work together, folks. That's how we going. That's how the dream works. Martin wasn't just talking about wanting us to stand hand in hand. He wanted us to work hand in hand. He wanted us to build hand in hand. He wanted us to grow and maintain this our United and take care of this our United States of America hand in hand. Working, pushing, grinding. To get there. To do better. That's how the dream works. Sitting on your sorry ass with a goddamn Twitter account being a motherfucking hater ain't gonna do shit. Especially when your motherfucking ass ain't doing shit but running your motherfucking mouth and that's your contribution. Ladies and gentlemen, we got to keep pushing and we got to keep moving and we got to get after it. Because when we do that, take it from me, we all will be free. I've said them words before. I will say them again and again and again. Take it from me. Someday, we all will be free. And we won't have to worry about what tyrant is in what position of doing what member of authority. They can change the law, baby. <laughs> when you got money, call me back when when you want to learn learn about laws. You better go back and listen to the reality of white privilege because it ain't white. I keep telling y'all that shit and y'all keep thinking I'm bullshitting. It ain't white. I ain't going to piss on your head, baby. I love you. I love every one of you. If you're here listening to my show, whether you hate it or love it, I love you all the same. I'm going to cut for your ass till the end of time until you try to cut me low and I'm going to cut your fucking throat because that's what you deserve. But the fact of the matter is I love you all and I want us to be better. I want us to do better. 
Okay? Don't be taking snippets of my show and trying to use this shit against me because I will put out the whole full effect of this ending because I want to end my show by saying this. Yes, I hope my foot that I just implanted in a lot of America's ass sticks, holds tight, and don't let go. Because we are not doing better. We are at our worst right now. And our children are seeing this shit. We have got to do better, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Joe Moffitt. This is the Joe Moffitt Show. I hope you guys want to see me next week because I'm going to be here to see you. I'm not going nowhere. I didn't say it before. I'll say it again. I love you. Peace and love. Like I said before, shout out to my Pods and Color family. Shout out to my Pardon family family. Shout out to BJ. Shout out to the folks. Shout out to everybody that helped me with this goddamn show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Shout out to my wife for putting up with my bullshit while I'm having to do this shit because <laughs> I love to do it. And she thinks that I'm losing my damn mind because I, I mean, goddamn, I, I, nigga, I literally took five hours yesterday evening to play nothing to do shit but play video games. She's like, you need to chill the fuck out here. And she handed me the damn remote and I played Just Cause 3 for five hours last night. Good game, by the way. Very fun. Okay. Kind of cross between Infamous and Grand Theft Auto. So there you have it. Great fun. So, um, But I'm out of here because I'm about to go get me some dinner. I'm hungry as fuck. I will be back next Thursday. I may pop in on y'all to see how y'all doing this weekend. I know I keep saying that shit, but I'm actually going to do it this time because with this inauguration, there's going to be a lot of motherfuckers that's going to need a goddamn shoulder or a kneecap or, or a chin or possibly a dick to crown. And, of course, I'll offer you one of them. I'm just not going to tell you which. And on that note... This is the Joe Moffat Show. I am your host, Joe Moffat. Thank you for letting me entertain you this evening. Um, send your shout-outs on SoundCloud. Send your reviews to iTunes. Send your love on Stitcher, on Spreaker, and on everywhere else you can find my black ass. And I'm out this motherfucker.